This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. Before we get started with this episode, just want to say real quick, we joke around about suicide a lot on this show. And the reason we do that is because we're comfortable with it because we've thought about it a lot not because it's something that we actually take lightly. We want you to take care of yourselves and stay with us here on Earth. So if you are feeling depressed and contemplating suicide or close to suicide, please, please call 1-800-273-TALK. They're amazing. They will talk you through it. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, they're there. Please, you have other options. You are loved, I promise you. Now, on with the show. I'm fun. My son's in the upside down brown town. What is that even? What? My son's in brown town. <laughs> What's brown town? <laughs> you didn't see Stranger Things, dude. I didn't see. Oh, I know what the upside down is. Do they call it brown town? They call it brown town. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes, my son's in the upside down brown town. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't is know. Is brown town like a butt dude, it, where the shit is? There's is almost that- <laughs> no way to find out if this is right. We could watch the show, <laughs> the whole thing right now. Pause it, and let's watch the whole show. How many seasons deep is that show? Uh, not as long as Supernatural, uh, which is fifteen seasons. Unbelievably, it what but Stranger Things is, I think, three seasons. Three seasons, yeah. Dude, that blew my mind the other day. Supernatural has been on TV since the Bush presidency. Wow. <laughs> like, and Supernatural is a show about real boobs. Real. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I'm a sorry. show where the magician reveals all the secrets. Oh, is it? No. <laughs> it's That'd a show about organic food. Mm-hmm. Supernatural. <laughs> Supernatural. The most natural you can be. Um, no, I tried to watch the first episode to be like, how has this show been on for 15 like seasons? And it's actually pretty okay as a pilot. Like it really moves along, but it's very like, who cares? And how did this show go for so long? Yeah. No one like, knows it or cares. Someone who lifts stuff with their mind or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of like, they, or they fly or it's something. It's just like, oh, there's like a monster or a problem of the week. It's supernatural. And it's like two brothers. Monster uh, problem. Monster That's... problems. You know, like my monster d- is depressed. You know, like my monster's <laughs> totally. got problems. Yeah. Right. My monster, my monster <laughs> failed math class. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My totally. monster just got fired from Monsters Inc. And, yeah, wow. You know, he wants to kill himself. So well, he, he never graduated <laughs> Monsters University. So, if you could see how big I'm smiling after I said that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy with myself right now. 
What's up, JoJo? JoJo is straight up curled up into me, wearing his fat ass hoodie. This got is, a big old hoodie. This is good. This is what happens after doing a podcast long enough. Your pets start to like you know, your friends. Become, you know, sexually kind of involved. What? Funk and I have <laughs> been <laughs> Dave, Dave. I've been meaning to Dave, tell you. Quit <laughs> storming off. Dave. I like that you raised Listen. your voice. Dave. 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 <laughs> I'm in love with your cat. I'm in love with your bo- Well, my cat does have some supernaturals. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the show keeps going, man. They just shift what it's about. <laughs> Seamlessly, no one knows. The first season was about one of the characters' supernaturals. The second season was just about two people who hang out and they get along really well. It's it's supernatural for them, you know. <laughs> Man, it's uncanny how we get together. Wow, it's we just get so to natural. Along. So so amazing. <laughs> Cue like, you know, like drama horror music. <laughs> Maybe we get along too well. <laughs> Maybe the devil's involved. <laughs> it's, it's the devil. It turns out, I thought it was my best friend, but it turned out it's the devil. Yeah. <laughs> That's a premise for a show. Let's sell that. My friend's the devil. Yeah, my call the Quibi. Devil. And let's, let's get a, let's, we got to get to Quibi stat. Okay, this show is called My Friend is the Devil. This <laughs> is the Jeffrey Epstein doc. <laughs> Yeah, best friends with the devil, the Ghislaine Maxwell. Which story. one's worse, Jeffrey Epstein or the devil? <laughs> <laughs> well, the devil didn't have an island, a private island where the Clintons are coming. <laughs> the devil never had an island full yeah. of Clintons. <laughs> That's all Epstein did, dude. He was on his island with a swath of Clintons. That's a the thing, platoon of Clintons. Because the Clintons are in heaven. <laughs> So, I mean, they're hanging out with God. So who's worse, God or the devil? (laughs) I get a big kick out of talking about the devil as if the devil exists. Oh, guys, honestly, check out my solo episode uh, (laughs) on the Patreon because I talk all about the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple. There's two competing churches, and they fucking hate each other, which I love. Two devil-based religions that don't like each other. (laughs) Don't like each other, right? Because one is Satanism and one is devil worship, right? Isn't that the deal? And neither one of them. No, no. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) No, it's just like different ways of existing, and like you know. But on a surface level, you hear like, oh, two satanic churches are fighting. Right. Oh, there should be like fire in the streets and like pterodactyls in the sky. (laughs) Like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. The apocalypse. Instead of just like arguing over coffee. (laughs) Instead of nerds (laughs) posting really lame shit on their websites, which is what my solo is. I'm just going through their websites making fun so hard of how they're like trying to get each other. Oh, I love like, it. They're not the real church. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like so funny. I bet you haven't even heard Coal Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> You've never played a record backwards in your life. <laughs> You always play it straight forward. When's the last time you actually brooded? Huh? Can you recall brooding recently? Have you recently brooded? No, <laughs> oh, it cracked me so fucking Oh, man. Hard. You don't even seem glum. Wait. What? What's glum? Glum? Oh, just being glum and general? Being glum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like not sure that was an anacronym. Oh, no, no, no. No, I meant like sad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> it doesn't even seem like you prefer rain over sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, they're uh, not. <laughs> I mean, I'm being really they're reductive they're of what not. it is to be satanic. <laughs> but also, I'm correct. <laughs> and you can tell from my fucking banging big naturals. <laughs> supernatural. My supernatural. My supernaturals. Oh my god! Somebody just shows up with big tits, and they're like, "Oh my god! <laughs> this is a whole show. The devil must be doing something. I think the devil just did something to my the, pants. The devil and your <laughs> and your chest." That's oh, what it is supernatural. The devil, Whoa! The devil put this stuff in my pants. We better burn her for being a witch, because <laughs> she has awesome tits. <laughs> well, he's like trying to explain to his wife, like, no, she must be like supernatural. There's no good reason a man who loves his wife as much as I do should have a boner when I look at her. But I did. It's not my fault. It's her fault. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of of weird where it's like, you know, if you do believe in witchcraft and everything and you're like, oh, it's the devil that did it, then why are you just punishing the women? You know, like, you're admitting there's someone higher up. Right. You know, if anything, you should try and like, I don't know. Look inward. (laughs) (laughs) That. (laughs) I was trying to think like. How you try and like Rico a criminal and go to their higher ups. Oh, sure. So like with, oh, you, you're a witch. Oh, and the devil's real. Okay, so. We're going to get the devil on tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's been paying his taxes. This guy's crazy. That's what's weird. He's the devil and yet still. Christian church doesn't pay taxes. Devil church does. Very weird. Hey, by the way, you're listening to Suicide Buddies. Hi, guys. I'm Dave Ross. I'm Hampton Yunt. This is a comedy and mental health show where we joke around about super dark shit, um, including the devil and my big tits. <laughs> <laughs> Which are dark, uh, is what I'm saying. They're so big, they cast a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the darkness that I was talking about, the big darkness underneath my huge tits. <laughs> it's like a canopy. Dave's not allowed yeah. on any sort of high structures where he might block out the sun for, <laughs> totally. you know, children and parks. <laughs> you know, uh, I've seen the blight that happens on the land when the, you know, the sun's knocked out by Dave's massive supernaturals. <laughs> yeah, totally. My supernaturals Listen, could well, feed the poor. So Dave, when you talk about this, are you saying you feel gigantic tits on the inside? Or No, they're on the outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have big tits. <laughs> That's really funny for you to say that, and you don't, and you're just saying it to your therapist. No, what's your problem? I have big tits. Why Why is this so hard for you? Why can't you just give me that? That's probably why everyone listens to my suicide podcast, my big tits. Because of my tits. Yeah, yeah, hey, my tits are up here. <laughs> Sorry. Man. That made me... <laughs> That really made me laugh. As someone who totally gets the saying wrong. Uh, uh, excuse me, my tits are up days. here. <laughs> oh man, God, life is fun. Excuse me, my eyes are down here. You have eyes on your. Excuse me, my eyes are bone. on my tits. <laughs> tits is just such an. It's also excuse funny. Excuse me, my eyes are my tits. <laughs> Would you look at my tits, please? 
<laughs> anyway, I think this podcast is for mental health. I and, think it's garbage. And it's to like... help people get through these brutal holidays where you don't have someone to say complete bullshit to. <laughs> <laughs> it is also making me laugh because the word tits is just so extreme. It's such an extreme way to refer to boob tits. Oh, absolutely. It's such such a harsh. Yeah, it kind of made a resurgence back into pornography. Did but it? But it was like I don't watch porn. I think it was like one of those phrases you'd say in the in like the 70s, late 60s be like, oh, "You got tits." Yeah. And then it went away cuz it was like a lame expression. Right. Uh, Seems sort of harsh. In the 90s, we were saying knockers. <laughs> were so we? No, I don't know. I'm fucking making it up. <laughs> I'm making it up as I go, dude. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Okay. I don't know. I was really trying to go off of your theory that that's apparently a weird word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, to no, help I, the Dave theory. I mean, I was I was joking. I, 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 know, I know that the knockers was a joke. I, uh, I do think, like, I didn't hear... Tits just to me sounds harsh. It's just a funny sounding word. It's the most common word used for that. Sure. But it is so I'm not saying it's bad. But like, every time I, I say it, I'm like tits. tits. It's like <laughs> it's like it's just like a lot of T's sound. You know what I mean? And you're talking about <laughs> it's like the opposite of the word boobs. Boobs is like boob, boobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tits. <laughs> boobs. <laughs> Guys, there's another hour of this on the Patreon. <laughs> Feel free to. Yeah. I hear you. It's totally right. I mean, it's right. just such. A, it's just dick a f- too harsh. Dick is harsh. Uh, cunt way too harsh. Cunt. But fun. It's just a. It's a special. I don't know. I mean, that's the extent of the thought. I just was laughing a lot because of the word tits itself. <laughs> I don't say the word tits that much because it just sound. It also sounds. I think because of the '90s, it sounds broy to me. It sounds like I'm like on Girls Gone Wild. Like, whoa, whoa dude, whoa. <laughs> we have the biggest supernaturals. <laughs> that was like honestly the worst use of like a metal steel drum, you know, calypso music or whatever. Like for Girls Gone oh Wild. Oh my god, it was. Like, these girls are being like exploited. Totally. They're basically, it was awful. Like if this, this, you couldn't get away with this now, and no. like, the music behind it is like. Ding, she's like i'm gonna be a lawyer (laughs) i'm gonna have four kids i'm gonna explain this to (laughs) yeah this is my lowest point (laughs) (laughs) oh man but anyway let that not deter from the fact that i have huge tits Oh man, so, you guys can see them. You are uh, doing <laughs> a version of this on the road. I've heard there's a version of this. You know what? I just thought of it right now, but the answer is yes. <laughs> I'm going to write it down and make sure in Chicago uh, on December 13th, the day after this episode drops, Friday, December 13th, 2019. I have a show at North Bar, 8 p.m. Uh, tickets on my website, DaveToTheRoss.com. I am definitely going to talk about how I have tits, huge ones. <laughs> Huge supernaturals. <laughs> They're almost, you know, mythological. Yeah, so it's like a belief system has to be behind them mm-hmm. because you can't see them. Yeah. Lord knows you can't see them, but you gotta believe in them. That's what it's like. It's like it's like the Christian God. 
the Christian God. <laughs> that sounds like the Santa Claus. Uh, the Santa Claus. That's what it's. <laughs> Tim it's, Allen falls off his roof and becomes the Christian God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that there's a Jesus Christ video game getting made for uh, Switch and PS4? Um, oh, okay. It, no. It, <laughs> it's called. I think it's just called I Am Jesus Christ, and it's a role playing game where you are like turning nothing into fishes and stuff. Do you get the BFG gun like in uh, fucking Doom? You know, I haven't played it, but I hope so. BFG, <laughs> big freaking Fuck, big fucking gun. Gunt. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah, dude, yeah, this episode BFG, is that was such a great gun of uh, of the nineties, but. Uh, Okay, so you get to be Jesus. <laughs> What's the God mode in that game? Like, do you just, you just, I don't know, you break the fucking Xbox over your head? <laughs> God mode! It's, uh, it's called dad mode. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we should, what would dad mode of this podcast be? <laughs> dad mode of this podcast? I don't think we'd be I talking about I just start about beating us both. <laughs> Take off two belts and just start flailing wildly. We just start yelling at our own Dad mother. mode. Yeah. <laughs> start spinning around. Suicide buddies, dad mode. Hey, I'm the reason for this podcast. <laughs> Wait, okay, so there's a Jesus video game. Yeah. I mean, like, is this for Christians? Is this like to be like you know, like learn about the Bible and stuff. I think so, but I think it's also, <laughs> I, I think it's more the type of thing where, you know, when like at a certain point in the 90s, there started to be um, churches that were cool where they would like skateboard and oh, listen to rock yeah. music and shit. I Church think it's like Tony that. I think yeah. they're trying to convert gamers. That's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, Halo? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> who wants to play Halo? <laughs> who wants to get a Halo? You okay. know who had the, you know who the original Halo was? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Virgin Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember there were a couple like early uh, Christian video games, like at the beginning of just like you know the Apple II had like some Christian video really? games. Yeah, like Bible Quest and like. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like Reader Rabbit was Bible adjacent. Sure, because they're teaching you how to read. What? What are you going to read? The Bible. Yeah. What else do you read? <laughs> what else is there to fucking read? <laughs> <laughs> name one other book you can't it shut was up fun because it's like they try and use like whatever the mechanics that are fun of a video game like say blasting like they used to have kind of like arkanoid right uh you know like a little ship that shoots but it's like throws bibles shoot, shoot the quote of the bible at hezekiah <laughs> right. right totally and then like uh, moses uh, would come out uh, and be like a 40 page scene in the on your apple too it's like god get these fucking <laughs> god damn it that's why this i am jesus christ <laughs> game i think is jumping out to people because it's uh the production value on it is really high oh yeah it's like yeah jesus is i mean it it's just like you're a magician and he does like the Jesus stuff that's in the Bible. So he like someone's tight. hungry and he creates food for them. That's fucking tight. It's crazy, dude. Dude, if I, <laughs> if I was Jesus at one point, I would have been like guns. We're going to need a lot of guns and all the fucking <laughs> matrix room of the guns would have fucking flown in. <laughs> yeah, he has yeah, that dude. power. You know, I can turn water into bullets. <laughs> guns. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there's a shot awesome. in the trailer where he just like uh, highlights uh, like the wall and then roll rolls the wall to the side, and and that's something at the beginning of the game where he walks out of the oh the Lazarus pit or whatever. Or like, uh, yeah, I mean when he rises raises, rises from, from the, the dead after three dead. days. Oh, sorry, I guess that was Lazarus from the Lazarus. Pit. <laughs> yeah, he goes uh, into a cave for three days. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know much about the one true God. It was the hangover, right? Zach Galifianakis yeah. was there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, dude, did I miss my crucifixion? Oh, no. Wow, that's so funny. Uh, man, three the hangover days. part four, the resurrection. <laughs> Three days of partying mm -hmm. in heaven. <laughs> uh, you got some tour dates this weekend as well. Oh, that's right. I'm uh, this Thursday, Atlanta, Georgia. I'm at the Highland Inn. Uh, buy tickets at HamptonYunt.com. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then I'm going to be at Wilmington, North Carolina, Friday and Saturday, uh, December, whatever, what, 13th, 13th and 14th. 14th. And then uh, uh, Washington, D.C., December 15th. Uh, again, get tickets at HamptonYunt.com And uh, yeah, I hope to see you guys there And uh, more tour dates going to be announced soon So, Yeah, same We both uh, are running around in the new year And uh, yeah, I'm bringing my tits So <laughs> make sure to come to the <laughs> show in Chicago December 13th um, Hampton, what the fuck are we talking about this week? I think we're talking about Pixar Damn right, we're going to talk about suicide in Pixar movies <laughs> We realize that there's like I mean, you know, it's not an uncommon discussion for nerdy people to have, which is that Pixar deals with a lot of adult concepts. But <laughs> it occurred to us, like, suicide is a weird one to include in cartoons, and there's uh, there are, like, a few pretty big instances. So we wanted to talk about that. And we also posed a question on our uh, Twitter, in, maybe in the Facebook group, too? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, on the Twitter which is um, at Buddies Pod and on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Suicide Buddies. We asked um, if you can remember any other instances of suicide in cartoons, and uh, we're going to go through some of your answers as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for now... Now, check out an advertisement. Is toothpaste. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Doesn't matter what they say, cause I'm gonna get my way. If I don't wanna go. Hey, coming back on the rock log, we got Dave's hits here in the studio. We're doing a wet Dave. That's what that's what it did sound like when they when they bounce together. Oh boy! Welcome back. Did you brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you brush your teeth. Brush your tits. Today we're brush your hey brush your tits. Quip brush your tits. <laughs> <laughs> and you get twenty five percent off or something. 
oh. if you brush my tits. <laughs> Damn, I have no idea how to do an ad. Um, yeah, welcome back. We uh, Today we're talking about specifically um, suicide in Pixar movies, um, but really just like darkness in cartoons and kids movies in general. And like we said before the break, uh, we prompted you on Twitter at BuddySpot and Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash Suicide Buddies to uh, tell us what cartoon suicides you remember. We'll talk about all that. <laughs> and it's funny, Hampton and I, um, I mean, the thing yeah, that what made... what traumatized you as a child? We want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's fucking you up right now? Um, we started thinking about it because we did a bonus episode on our Patreon about Inside Out. Because I had just watched it while mm-hmm. at a in a very sad place and wept. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe. Openly wept. You know, <laughs> when you double down on your depression. I was like, well, I'm sad. I'll watch the saddest movie of all time. Better take some morphine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Feels good. Why not? But then we remembered uh, and we just rewatched the su- The big one is the suicide scene in The Incredibles. That's the really well, big one. Well, that one at least uh, like caught your brain. Yeah. Was it that like nobody talks about it? Like it's not mentioned? Well, it is like it's the it's the one where it like there is a human being that tries to kill themselves. Yeah, and that's like the setup. And that's the story. Like <laughs> that's the, just the setup to the joke of right. that scene. Everything know, like, about it is fascinating to me and that like yeah, The Incredibles is like a major release, worldwide release, well-known movie <laughs> and First of all, there the fact that there's that scene at all is fascinating to me. <laughs> Secondly, the fact that it is a crux in the plot, that it is like yeah. what changes Mr. Incredible's life. All the legislation that follows. Because the, I guess the basic scene is a guy tries to jump off a very tall building, mm-hmm. an absurdly gigantic <laughs> yeah. metropolis building. A cartoonishly you know, tall building. It's like he hasn't heard of a gun. <laughs> like, yeah, he's it's like, like, I have to go to the top of metropolis. To- <laughs> right. So all, apparently, the it's inti- like he hasn't heard yeah. of a gun. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's like the entire city is apparently put to a standstill. Where yes. it's like, a man's t- sad. <laughs> Everyone, look! Then, you know, the scene starts with like he's gonna jump, and I was like, how would someone know that? Like sixty-five floors down, like in the scene, <laughs> they're shining a huge spotlight on him from the street, like, mm-hmm. and the building's like a mile tall, and everyone on the street can see him. It's quite cartoonish. It's you know. <laughs> I don't. If I have one flaw in this movie. A little too childish with all the cartoony. A little cartoony. This cartoon. <laughs> well, so he jumps off, and uh, Mr. Incredible jumps to save him. Very super heroic, but uh, and then it all kind of leads into a scene where he's he's inadvertently stopping a bank robbery. But then later on, that person that he saved after sues he, him. Yeah, and after like he saved a ton of lives and everything, so it's really trying to drive home like. And after he did so much, he still know, gets sued. And the line yeah, is like, it's like, it's literally a scene uh, in. Uh, I mean, it's a newspaper headline that Mister Incredible got sued, and then it zooms in on the photo, and it's the guy in a neck brace, the guy he saved in a neck brace because. When he saves his life, he smashes him to the ground, and the guy's like, I think I broke something. And, and Mr. Incredible's like, I saved you. He like, so, gave him like a bunch of rough. rough yeah. Oh, he gave him a noogie. Uh, <laughs> you broke uh, my spine through a noogie. Yeah. Uh, so it's him uh, in a neck brace with his lawyer, and his lawyer is v- angrily yelling about how Mr. Incredible hurt him. And then Mr. Incredible bursts in the room and says, I saved your life. And then the dude says, you didn't save my life. You ruined my death. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, Dave and I looked at each other and mentally high five <laughs> for five minutes. <laughs> like, damn, that is that's like and such a beautiful line. That's kind of uh, actually like when they have it in the movie, like people are shouting, like you kind of miss it. Yeah, I never remembered that line, and it's like so deep. And so that's the thing in such a like a major mainstream release kids movie for there even to be a scene where a guy tries to end his life is one thing but then to like make it about the moral quandary of whether or not we should allow people to take their own life (laughs) is like insane or yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's a real weird tangent i think brad bird's trying to express sure and he's the guy who wrote it and you know directed it and he's worked for The Simpsons, and he's... I love The Iron Giant. Like, that's another movie oh, yeah. he made, and he makes these awesome movies. But, like, so a lot of people have pointed out that this movie has, like, a lot of his weird politics in it. And it's very, like, Ayn Rand right. uh, logic, where it's like, these people are incredible. They're they're all superheroes. So we should treat them like gods. And, and wouldn't you know it, people are trying to keep these incredible people down. And here's, like, an example of an insane lawsuit, right? you know, that is a good example Right. When you try to keep like powerful people down and naturally, you know, incredible people. The one thing that I've always misunderstood, and this is a tangent for sure, uh, about Randian thought is that I'd never read Atlas Shrugged, but I read The Fountainhead. And The Fountainhead, and look, I'm sure we'll get me- messages correcting me. I might just be misremembering. But like we talked about it in class, it was a book about. The message of it is what you're saying. It's uh, we should be rewarding talent and uh, like natural, like God imbued talent, right? You know, like and uh, and we should not be rewarding people who try <laughs> or, to like yeah, market like their way to the top, or like you shouldn't like spread it out mm-hmm. amongst all the people. Shouldn't get all the rights. Some right. people are just chosen by God. They're to better. Be better, right? You In a way I mean? that the Fountainhead chose to approach that was there are two main characters who were both architects and. One was just in it for the love of the game, and the other one was trying to get huge. And the one who was trying to get huge, get huge, like yeah, marketed himself and position, played the game, you know, did a lot of schmoozing basically, and uh, had a better career immediately. But then at the end of the day, didn't have respect and lost it all. And then the other guy was just like fo- focusing on his talent and doing good work. And then slowly over time became more respected. Right. <laughs> that sound boring. <laughs> it, first of all, it's very boring. Incredibly and secondly, boring. I think that message of like we need to revere godlike human beings is fucking psychotic. But <laughs> I also think that mm-hmm. that way of going about it is really weird because Sure, I guess at the end of the day, the guy who did it for the love of the game had a better life. But that took 50 years. And in the meantime, the other dude like made a lot of money and like (laughs) got a lot of the shit he wanted. And I, so I never understood the message. I was like, that's, it seems like they both at different points in time had what they wanted. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) it seems like a very cloudy, yeah, kind of dog shit message. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and, you know, like fucking every Republican congressman walks around Capitol Hill with a copy of the Fountainhead in their <laughs> Oh, right folks, um, <laughs> you're going to want to check out uh, Fountainhead, uh, Atlas Shrug, uh, <laughs> the Bible, a couple of the key literature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you kind of see it with this whole thing of just like, see, like this dumb 
bullshit lawsuit is keeping exceptional people like they have to right. deal with dumb frivolous lawsuits like oh mcdonald's your coffee's too hot what fuck you bitch i'll make my coffee as too fucking hot as i want because that's oh that's exceptionalism man that's so interesting that totally <laughs> is what that lawsuit is supposed to show it's not about the message of that lawsuit isn't whether or not it's morally okay to to stop someone from ending their life <laughs> uh-huh. like that's obviously what i took from it and it, but that well, like could this, play that way, but I think it has maybe just you could read it a couple ways. Totally, and well, and I think the most interesting thing of that is like why, I guess it's just like, I guess why it, this is why I like talking about this in Pixar because <laughs> we're very it's very confusing to me when suicide is taboo in American culture and when it's not. Oh, I don't I know. understand why it's okay in The Incredibles, no, and it's yeah. like. This, not okay to make jokes about it in stand-up or I whatever. Think the fact that we couldn't actually find like a ton of other instances, because at first we were like, oh, maybe there's like a ton in Pixar. You think there would be a lot and, in Coco, <laughs> yeah, the we, movie that takes place in, totally in the afterlife. The afterlife. Yeah, yeah, you think somebody would be like, I killed myself. Right. <laughs> like he's just like funny about it. Yeah. I blew my brains out. <laughs> my wife left me. <laughs> but he's like, Italian. Yeah, he's Italian. <laughs> he, what is he? Oh, Dave. Oh, oh, Dave, what? Italians aren't a out in Mexican heaven. <laughs> First You're going to tell me Mexican purgatory <laughs> and uh, fair. First Very of all, fair. First off, yeah, Chef Boyardee's there and he committed suicide. Well, it's depressed like, Boyardee. I think like you know? them doing this <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> them getting away with this scene or Brad Bird I think especially like in this movie is a little bit like they got away with something. Yeah. Because it's like you would see suicide references a ton in like Tom and Jerry or just like, yes. you know, not that long ago, I'd be like, you know, he'd start writing a suicide note and it's like, oh, ha ha, he's going to end his life. And then like, oh, he got hit with a hammer or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess his actual life is still pretty bad. Or I don't know what message they were trying to do, but they would basically just make light of it. It was like, oh, yeah, and people kill themselves. So here's a scenario. Right. Yeah, and it is feels interesting. feels like how the movie's positioning it. It's like, oh, yeah, and then like someone tries to kill themselves, and then he saves them, and then that guy's like, oh, here's a lawsuit. Instead of anyone going, wait, whoa, that guy's trying to kill himself. Like, <laughs> What are you saying about whoa. this? <laughs> there is an interesting thing. I mean, there's a, I, I guess this is also pretty obvious that like if something is in cartoon form, it's like we're more separate from it so we can do crazier shit. I mean, there's a lot of violence in cartoons and stuff like sure. that that we wouldn't normally do mm-hmm. uh, in live action movies. But this, The Incredibles is particularly interesting because these are, they're animated, but they're people. They're animated people. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's not like a duck <laughs> threw right. himself off of a building. Right. Why, he'd fly, Dave. <laughs> there would be no problem with duck suicide. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Ducks just Unless jump he... off a building and then he goes, oh, wait, I'm a duck. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> it's like well, a duck suicide. What would that look <laughs> like? A duck like puts on hunting gear and a... <laughs> He like puts on like a like a plaid hunting jacket and a hunting hat, and then walks out into the woods and then shoots himself <laughs> with a shotgun because it's hunting season. Yeah, come on, that's when you'd kill yourself <laughs> as a duck. Hunting season, if you wanted to be funny, the deadliest game of all. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there is a concern because it's like we pass off. It's like you know, it's dumb cartoons for kids, and who cares? But I think it's important to always remember these are adults. Yeah, making 
things for kids and there's a ton of coded messages or right. their own beliefs are put on it. And it's not like your kid's necessarily going to be warped, but there's so many times where you're like, Hey, what the, f- what, what the fuck was that scene about, man? Like I I'm mean, a parent. I don't want that. Like, it's funny. Like of the scenes of like death and sadness in Pixar movies, I will say I, I don't hate it. Like they don't, make light of it in a way that makes light of anyone's pain. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think so cool. Like since this movie, like they, it also is all about packaging. Right. And so that scene is just packaged in like kind of a silly way where you don't watch it and feel darkness and mm-hmm. sadness. But as a kid <laughs> absorbing suicide for the first time, I think that's kind of cool that like maybe there were 10 year olds out there that saw that movie and their first experience thinking about someone taking their own life is that the person <laughs> wanted to and they had thought it through. That's like kind of a, and that's fucked up and for a kid. Like, to, enough to <laughs> double down with a lawsuit. Yeah. Hey, but, buddy. <laughs> like, I'm I certainly don't want dead. kids to think that that's a good out. But I do want people to think that humanity is like difficult. this just happens. Yeah, like yeah, yeah I hear yeah. you. I mean, exactly. It does mm-hmm. have a little bit more of a serious tone to it than like some pass off joke. Like you tried to kill himself. <laughs> it's a long scene. It's like a long, yeah. and it comes back around. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I remember thinking that like we've talked about this on the show a lot. The the incinerator scene at the end of Toy Story three, where the toys are just like floating into the incinerator and they can't get away so they all close their eyes and hold hands and get ready to die (laughs) i cried watching that in the theater and i was like a kid watching this would be like oh i guess you (laughs) death just comes for you you know what i mean you know what i think though sometimes i think sometimes the kid's like oh the toys are in the fire pit and then they look at their parent they're like oh what's wrong with dad (laughs) right they're not even thinking about it fucking mess right like like i think like a lot of that shit. I mean, kids do cry to them, but I don't know. I think like there's there's a reason it's it's become like emotion porn for adults. Pixar, totally. Oh yeah, you just like I know this is gonna make me feel something. Right. And dude, they've they've gone dark. I don't know if you remember Finding Nemo. You know, he's like, oh, where's my kid? And then he oh, checks right. he checks his room, and there's just like bullets and guns. And he's like, oh god, Nemo. Oh god, Nemo's at school right now, and he knows. <laughs> What? Nemo's been stockpiling <laughs> and you know it, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a whole tragedy man I mean that movie goes so dark when he finds Nemo and it, Nemo's just made a mess of that whole school of fish <laughs> this is such <laughs> a, shot up, a, shot up a school of fish <laughs> this is such an elaborate dark <laughs> joke <laughs> ah, man, Damn. They just sneak those things in and you don't even notice <laughs> No, years later. Yeah, you know like, the reason oh, that shit. Dory has bad hearing is a gun went off right near. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's like, what? Yeah, she's getting over war PTSD. That's why she has no memory. Because she went to fucking Iraq and fought for your freedoms. <laughs> oh, is it memory problems? I thought it was hearing. No. Oh, really? Huh. No. Well, Her it's memory. Is- yeah, yeah. It's memory problems. <laughs> Finding double dories. <laughs> I've got a memory problem. She's got big tits that are just dragging on the ocean floor. Life is pain. What God made me and why? Why is this such a tits-based episode? I don't know that. 
I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> now, the other one that we watched, uh, there is another Pixar suicide. Uh, it's Bing Bong, right? That's his name. Bing Bong, the imaginary uh, friend in Inside Out. Yeah. He lets go, man. He lets go. It's less of a, like, uh, Fuck this shit! Like, but he—he's more of like an unplug the machine kind of thing. He sacrifices his own, his own life to yeah. to save the life of another person. Yeah, uh, you know the cool suicide. <laughs> <laughs> you know when it's like totally Jesus. cool with the Lord. <laughs> when the Lord is like, thanks, <laughs> save some lives. There, yeah. Uh, Oh man! No, I know it's depressing, and you made a good point. Like, man, he dies like right away. <laughs> yeah, that's what's interesting. We just rewatched that scene too, and to refresh your memory, if you haven't seen uh, it in a while, uh, there's like a um, forgotten memory pit, basically that Joy falls into, and so does Bing Bong. Uh huh. And uh, they like go through a whole scene of uh, except. That's the other thing. They're like looking at old memories, kind of accepting their fate, which is just another, like... And that they're gone. Those they're memories gone. are gone. Yeah. Right? Like, that's all just that's happening is everything fades down there. There's so much death. I, I really scene. am trying to, like... I know this sounds lame, but it's just, like, what is the philosophy behind that scene? And maybe I'm reading too much in, but then again, these people spend, like, six years writing and crafting these movies. Like, yeah. So, like, if Joy is in the pit of like mem forgotten memories. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if you focus your happiness on looking at your forgotten memories and things in the past, then your joy will just die. Whoa. Right? I'm trying to figure out what the bing bong thing is though, because it's like, is that like you have to abandon your past? Cause he, he's also like, the past, you know? Right. And that's the whole thing throughout that whole journey. He's kind of like, I'm your imaginary friend, remember? Like, right. I'm here. And it's not like she can like then go back to her adult life and be like, I'm 14 and I have an imaginary friend. Like, right. <laughs> like Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> like some movie like that where like your imaginary friend enters your adult life. Right. I think that message is like, it's okay you have to, to let things go. And like the imaginary friend is like, I'll, I'll sacrifice myself. Yeah. You know, uh, this is, she needs to move forward. I know it's extreme. <laughs> it's like, but it is also a beautiful message. Just the general message of that movie is like, yeah, moving, moving on isn't just because it makes you sad to leave something, doesn't mean that's a sad act entirely. Or to uh, like embrace that like sadness is just a part of those you know change forward, and then yeah. moving forward. So yeah, Bing Bong and Joy get in uh, his uh, magic radio flyer and try to shoot out of the pit back up onto uh, surface that, level. That feels a little Calvin and Hobbes ripoff. Like, sure. radio flyer of but all radio, the things. But a radio flyer is like a pretty common, like, childlike toy, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I know, I had one, but I didn't really use it. I thought Calvin and Hobbes made a whole thing of like, that's his thing for sure but i uh, yeah i don't know well i just didn't clock that um yeah it felt so much like i mean it's like retrofitted to look like a spaceship it's like right. i don't know it just felt like felt like Kellen you know and they you. work you know all those people who wrote that movie it's not like you know it, they just accidentally made that shit like yeah they all grew up reading calvin and Hobbes. right so there's, and that's about a boy and his imaginary friend well i will also say this though <laughs> 
Calvin, it's like, I think we all, a lot of us who are trying to be funny now and grew up in the 90s grew up on Calvin and Hobbes. And it's like, sort of like The Simpsons. It's like an unavoidable part of our sense of humor. Um, and so, yeah, maybe they did. No, it, not me, dude. I was far side. Oh, yeah. I was it's on one the far or the side other. listening to Linkin Park and doing <laughs> the devil's work. <laughs> you were all good boy. Yeah. Get morality from an atheist kid and his tiger. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's harder. It's hard to read the Far Side when you have such big tits. <laughs> Mom, I can't read the paper. It, I can't get it close to me. Just read it to me. <laughs> Mom, Mom, read me the Fountainhead. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, yeah, fair point, and you're right. Like kids totally use it. I guess I was like. I'm trying to be a dick. I'm like, they're ripping them off, right? You know. Sure. I mean, I mean yeah. You know, yeah. I, I just I'm know sure of a fine. radio flyer from like a like a lot of different things. I remember it, so it didn't strike me as solely Warped a Calvin Hobbes thing. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. Fucking. <laughs> um, what was I? Oh yeah, but so they uh, Bing Bong and Joy key, like a few times in a row uh, get in the radio flyer and launch themselves up this ramp, and they can't. They can. Get almost there, but not all the way there. And then Bing Bong, uh, on the last time, drops off the back to you know get rid of some weight, and she like fires up and makes it. And then right, right at the top, she turns around and she's like, "Where is he?" And he's like, "You did it! You did it!" And he fades away right away, which is <laughs> yeah. so crazy because yeah. up until then he's only been fading like his finger, and then yeah, <laughs> and yeah he yeah. just <laughs> fucking oh dies. god. <laughs> The Fade AIDS. <laughs> that makes me wonder if they made the movie because it's such an extreme choice to make him just fucking die. Mm -hmm. They could just leave him down there and then you know he will eventually die. But maybe they tried that out and they were like, that's fucked up for kids. Yeah, I know. Like I was like, how <laughs> much leave worse him? would it be if he's like, hey, so if you can come back with like a rope ladder or something. <laughs> I'm fading, but slowly. <laughs> If you could just toss me down a pizza. <laughs> Go back in time and have sex with my mother. Then I won't fade away. <laughs> He's doing like a back to it's the future thing. It's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, man. Johnny, be good. You know, well, other and other references. I think it is that <laughs> dumb thing of like, so, okay, when a person decides to use joy and like movement in their, their life, like moving forward and you move you know, childish things and leave them behind, they're dead. <laughs> right. You know, like... They're gone. And I mean, it also would be incredibly uncomfortable for them to hang around that scene for a while. Yeah, totally. And he does like the Will Ferrell and Austin Powers and like, I'm still down here. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> Toy Story deals with that a lot too where Andy is like getting sick of his toys and shit and then they go to the younger kid. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's a lot of... I don't know. That's interesting. It makes me. I really wonder if they're on a mission to like teach kids how to deal with <laughs> sadness. It really no, seems dude, like they are. It's about money, dude. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You're actually right. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. No, no, man. dude. Money. It's about pussy. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to get it's the only reason. <laughs> only reason they were trying to find Nemo. Pussy. Yeah. Find <laughs> Dude, the fact that Finding Nemo shot up a school is so crazy. Oh man! Oh God! <laughs> One thing it's I do: Are you watching The Watchmen, the, the HBO show? Sure. Yeah. So there's a scene. Um, I'm one behind, so it's okay. This not. is a couple episodes ago, okay, yeah. Um, and it's also not really much of a spoiler. It's not a plot point or anything. But there's a scene where Batman's in it. 
What's the the black lady? What's her name? What's her superhero name? Black Widow. That's not true. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it, it might be the night nurse, but it's or no wait, it's something with the night, night lady night lady Ms. Knight yeah. Mrs. Knight. I'd have to mm-hmm. check it out. Yeah. Um, well, know. anyway, her her husband is um, talking to the kids about something, uh, and the kids are like, um. I, I, I don't remember what character it was, but it was like grandpa died or something or uncle so-and-so died. Mm-hmm. And they were like, he died. Um, and does he go to heaven? And then her husband goes, no, he does not go to heaven. And the kids are like, what do you mean he doesn't go to heaven? And the guy says, well, first, they didn't exist. <laughs> they were nothing. And then they were created. They were born. They existed. And they lived an entire life. And then they died. And now they're nothing again. <laughs> and I watched that and I was like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, did they have to take those child actors <laughs> off set to do that? Like, why not yeah. just like hang your dick out? <laughs> like, you're going to upset fucking... <laughs> and Santa's a pedophile. And let me talk. <laughs> let me talk to my kids. <laughs> but the scene was so cool because he did that and the kids seemed like mortified. And then mm-hmm. there was like a, mo- a silent moment. And then the guy goes, who wants pancakes? And then they were all like, we want pancakes! <laughs> and I was like, yeah, who knows if that's exactly how kids would react. But I do like the idea of just being totally fucking honest with children. Oh, and, totally. Because uh, they'll take it. Well, we were kind of talking about this. I'm not sure if it was on the pot or not, but like just how kids, like, that is the time to like give them all sorts of insane information because <laughs> right. they, they'll just accept it. Right. Like they're accepting like, they don't know what's going on. Fun lies. Like, Oh yeah, Santa. And mm-hmm. there's like an Easter bunny. Like there is all of these things that are like complete insane lies. Right. It was like nine months ago that they didn't know what a wheel is. <laughs> I have no idea. So, yeah, that would be the perfect time to be like, there's absolutely nothing. <laughs> Your friends who believe in that are laughable. They're stupid. We hate <laughs> they them. They are stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make them like a weird <laughs> atheist online <laughs> person. Man, uh, you'll if never I have socialize. kids, I'm going to refer to them as my supernaturals. <laughs> oh, you know, because I made them. They're totally organic. He's a supernatural, <laughs> my boy there. I looked Kid- it up, by the way. Her name is Sister Night. In Sister Night. Right. Yeah. I knew it was a feminine thing in the night. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> douche, uh, douche midnight. Uh, what's what? her name? Oh yeah, douche midnight. Douche midnight. Feminine thing and then uh, fe- darkness. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the Dave Ross <laughs> method of naming things. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, dark tampon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I'm in a feminine good show. Uh, you know, type of person, sister. You know, <laughs> sister night. The thing that she is. Oh, I I'm hate not you. Getting it. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm not. Oh God, it, man. <laughs> Talk slower. <laughs> God, we didn't all go to. Papa John's University. Uh, I did go to Papa John's University. Where is it that you went? UVA? I went to Virginia Tech. Uh, <laughs> you have to say it. It's a school song now. Uh, yeah. Virginia Tech. My brother went to UVA, though. Oh, okay. How is it? You guys cool? <laughs> no, man. I wish. 
all right, listen, I don't usually do this, but listen, Fuck bro. My brother. <laughs> I'm sorry we've been beefing for about 15 years. <laughs> Not what college you went to. It fucking sucks. Uh, people had some really great uh, suggestions of just other cartoons that have suicide in them. You totally. Know, it's, it's definitely, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just, someone referenced a Casper cartoon from like 1945. Oh, that's right. He was dead. I almost forgot. <laughs> Already upsetting that it's a dead kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some kid who's been, you know, disappeared off Epstein's Island or some shit. Oh my oh, God. Oh, I guess I'm going to eat too much pie now. Holy shit, Hampton. That's one of the <laughs> darkest things I ever heard. That oh. Casper the Friendly Ghost was disappeared he was a, off Epstein's well, Island. See, that doesn't make a ton of sense because Epstein was having sex with older age uh still underage but women so more accurately casper is like a thai sex worker boy <laughs> he's a thai sex worker boy uh -huh. who's been like fucked to death probably and what are we doing right now <laughs> i don't know you're on your phone what, what are <laughs> tell me i mean yeah i'm trying to relate my theory about i mean he's a dead child how do you think that happened oh his parents left the bath on too long well, no, Dave, because he's like six or seven. He has like a ability of speech. So he's not like being drowned by his parents. So what's the only likely option? Just that he was fucked to death. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, um... Well, somebody pointed out that not only was Casper dead in this cartoon in 1945, but then he, he gets so sad that he, doesn't, he can't make friends in the pilot that he just lays on train tracks. Whoa, and, really? And he's a ghost, so like the train just keeps running him over, and he's like, oh, boy. Whoa, I never oh. saw that. That's crazy. Wish I didn't die in a Thai sex prison. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't, you know, it's funny. I don't know why, but it, <laughs> it does strike me as particularly dark. Well, I he's guess. got tits. <laughs> he right. has huge tits. I mean, they definitely gave him like. I think you know, it's the phrase job. fuck to death. It's just like really extreme. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I say it a lot. I feel, but fuck to death. Sure, because it happens. Does it? It can happen. <laughs> Didn't you ever see Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes I'm sorry. Wait, how do you the, say that? <laughs> sometimes I put the wrong. I put the wrong inflection on the wrong word. <laughs> Game of Thrones. The Game <laughs> of Thrones. <laughs> um. Yeah, do people get fucked to death in Game of Thrones? Oh man, it just—it actually like, happens when they make the monster dude, the Frankenstein dude, fuck that old nun to like death. Oh my god, ah, uh, there is just this isn't a judgment on you, by the way. I just am like, <laughs> I'm starting to feel like you're judging me, fucking people to death. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think it's crazy that I think that's a harsh I combination of words. Well, I'm just saying, I'm starting mm -hmm. to feel a little judged <laughs> for my monstrous sex acts. <laughs> And you know, ju judging, you know, point, you know, when you point a finger, to, to, to a couple fingers pointing back at you, mm -hmm. is one thing people say. That's true. I yeah, should judge I mean, not. Judge no, not. you're right. <laughs> Throw the first stone. Yeah, yeah. You'll probably kill a child. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. Also, dude, man. this one's dark. Uh, someone wrote Paul Layer on uh, Twitter. At Paul Brawl. Oh, I know Paul. Really What's nice up, Paul? Twitter name. Because <laughs> on an episode of Magic School Bus, mm -hmm. Arnold got so pissed off, he intentionally took his helmet off in space. <laughs> Whoa. That's really, that's really dark. That's really extreme. You guys are mean to me. 
I guess. Goodbye. There are a lot of people pointing out Looney Tunes. I mean, there's a lot of just like walking off of cliffs and shooting yourself in the face and stuff like that. I remember a ton of Tom and Jerry and like Tom and Jerry. And Looney totally. Tunes. Those were both that were already like inclined to, you know, like parents would be like, oh, they're so violent. Yeah. I think they, they really like got in the writer's room and were like, so what are some like, you know, interesting ways people... <laughs> Can get hurt or die. Yeah. <laughs> the people are like, oh, suicide. He's like, Bill, this is why we pay you the big bucks. You've got all the good suggestions. Suicide. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I like, I guess what's weird is it's like, it seems darker in adult cartoons to me to do it because it feels more real. Like in someone pointed out, uh, it, Bill is suicidal in King of the Hill. <laughs> Oh yeah, tons of times. <laughs> yeah, he like there's like sits. a whole Christmas episode where it's like around the holidays he gets especially like he's on the, his roof the and they're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just seeing if my oven's on. <laughs> he's, like, he's always like just it, caught in the act of killing himself. I always liked. I mean, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Adult cartoons. Uh, I felt like you know. Oh, they're going to talk about it. Like that whole Bill Dotrieve episode is like a huge commentary on like suicide, what it means to your friends to be a suicidal individual. Because like Hank is the least equipped person in the fucking world right. to deal with any emotion. Right, right. It bothers him if his friends hug him, anything happens. <laughs> right. And it's just like, oh, well, like him just trying to like tell Bill why he should not kill himself. And he's like, well, you've got so much to live for. Right, yeah. He's like, <laughs> like a completely... It's like, it's like such a funny commentary <laughs> on like... Yeah, it, it's we sometimes put way too much on our friends. Yeah. You know? I mean, the episode does it its own way, but like... Yeah. You really don't want somebody who's like an unfeeling right. robot like Hank to be your... You're my best friend in the world. <laughs> to, uh, yeah, totally. Oh, geez. Man, I'm still sort of resting on the Casper thing. It's like, it's crazy. I had never, I literally had never thought about that that's a dead kid. Oh, really? That's so dark, dude. I think The Th Simpsons did a joke that he's Richie Rich's dead body. <laughs> oh, yeah. He looks like exactly same, like Richie Rich. Exact same. Yeah, yeah. It was made by the same company. So, I mean, you know, uh, there's reasons. There's fucking reasons. I know. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. Someone pointed out um, that uh, Yosemite Sam would get really frustrated and try to shoot himself. Oh, and, God. And then, <laughs> but Bugs would always thwart him and like bend the gun and shit so he couldn't hit himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Guys, totally. who's your Bugs in life? <laughs> you don't need a Hank Hill. You need a Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Bugs Bunny turned out to be the more empathetic individual than Hank Hill. Um, Alex Bagoli says this in the Facebook group. The film Mary and Max has a particularly heavy attempt set to que sera, sera. It's beautiful and abstract and ends with a bit of levity without detracting from the inherent nature of the scene. I think there's some other references too, but that's the standout one. I've never seen that movie. No, but, me neither. Uh, yeah, I've seen you know it around. <laughs> <laughs> 
on the street, it's popular, you know, hanging out in the neighborhood on the stoop. You know, yeah. we, we see each other, but we don't know each other. Uh, Connor McSpadden, always with the jokes. Dude, this joke is incredible. Uh, he wrote, the genie from Aladdin killed himself, I think. Dude, I read Which, that and I was like, this is... It, literally, I went, when did the genie oh. kill himself? Yeah, it was like, oh, fuck, like, like, retweet, retweet, like, like, retweet. Connor McSpadden from Mean Boys podcast fame. No longer R.I.P. <laughs> Speaking Love of you, Connor, podcasts that have killed themselves. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Don't do it, Connor. <laughs> Come back. Uh, that was fun, dude. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, uh, guys. For doing be sure that with to me. check out uh, Pixar. Uh, everything Pixar has is putting out right now. Uh, <laughs> us. Hey, check out Disney, hey. Yeah, guys. <laughs> You guys yeah. wanted to help out our friends, Pixar. Uh, they could use, you know, the likes and subscribes. Pixar's Patreon needs a lot more subscribers, <laughs> dude. They're like not going to be able to make another Planes movie if they don't get it. Um, uh, guys, come check uh, Dave and I out on the road. Uh, I'm doing these dates: uh, Atlanta, December 12th; Wilmington, North Carolina, December 13th and 14th; and Washington D.C., December 15th. Tickets are at HamptonYacht.com. And I'm in Chicago, December 13th. Tickets to Dave to the Ross.com and, uh, you know, more info coming later. As always, we're like uh, slow with our bonus episodes this month. It's just a little tougher with the holidays, actually. But um, there are uh, like solo and bonus episodes up and coming throughout this month on Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. And uh, we'll see you next week. Why not for the holidays? Check out a Patreon episode. (laughs) Hey, the way grandma used to make a Patreon episode. Listen to us, uh, frankly, ramble. <laughs> it's this, but more. And for money. And less content. And less, like, cohesion. Um, All right. Glad you guys are alive. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And please join the Facebook group or write us at buddiesbuddiesbuddies at gmail for any episodes, suggestions, or comments. And watch uh, Yeah, glad you're alive. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. We appreciate you and we care about you. So if you are ever having suicidal thoughts, we do take it seriously and we would prefer that you go get help. Please call the number 1-800-273-TALK right now if you can. They're great. They will help. Suicide is not your only option. You are cared for. And thank you for listening. And see you on the next Suicide Buddies. Podcast Network.